Hello everyone and welcome to The Pitch. I am Drew, your host, alongside Owen, my co-host and best friend. We are a Rocket League Championship Series podcast discussion and analysis podcast. And today we're going to be talking about uh, some of the tourneys that have happened here in the preseason, kind of before uh, we get underway with the 2020 to 2021 season. So let's go ahead and get into it with the We Play tourney that happened on the 16th to the 19th with the EMEA region and NA. Right. Yeah, so uh, talking about the results, what really stuck out to you specifically? I know I have a few things, a few teams that really stuck out to me specifically, but when you were watching it, did you have really anything you know, that caught your eye at all? You know, what was surprising to me, I'm going to start off with N.A., the thing that was surprising to me was uh, Rebellion, actually, Shopify Rebellion. I was really kind of surprised with their uh, with their results. You know, I didn't have, like, super high expectations going in right. for them. Right. But, you know, they, they did a lot better than I thought they would have, even against Envy in the Grand Finals, even though they lost 4-3 in the first match and then 4-2 in the second one. It seemed like, you know, they didn't ever, like, feel like they were out of it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, with Shopify. I was interested to see how they do this season, um, not no longer on KCP, see how they would, uh, how the um, other teams in NA would maybe adapt to their play style, see if, you know, they'd, get out of that honeymoon phase. Um, but yeah, I was pretty impressed with them too. Yeah. Um, making it all the way to the grand finals. They did lose to Team Envy, obviously, but um, but I mean, that is Team Envy, so. Yeah, and Team Envy was playing extremely well. Turbo Pulsa was hitting double taps, and you know, whenever Turbo Pulsa is hitting double taps, there's not much you can do <laughs> for right. your team. But yeah, right. It seemed like at the end of last season, Shopify was kind of getting something together, if you know what I mean. Right. They kind of had a little yeah. in between winter and, what was it, winter and spring, the, middle of spring, right. they were starting to get going again. Right. Yeah, around that springtime, like you said, like they were just behind G2. I don't know how, how far back they were in points, but I was really rooting for them. Uh, as a KCP fan, um, but there's something with Team Envy. <laughs> like, have we beaten all the uh, the top players in NA except Envy? In I think, I think Shopify has beaten Envy like once, and I think that was in the grid. Let me uh, let me see if I can pull up their uh, <laughs> their head-to-heads um, because I remember I think it was. Was it fall split when we were we went to game seven with them in the championship uh, round? I, I don't remember. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was the fall split actually, because yeah. that was the first one that they made it to the grands for one of right. the regionals. Yeah, because I know we beat Space Station or Casey or sorry Shopify now beat Space Station. Did they beat NRG at one point, or did they never beat NRG either? I don't they remember. They beat NRG and the we play i don't remember them 
I think they, they did, did in the Wii Play once. Yeah, yes, they, yes, they did. They beat him in the uh, winners finals four one right. actually. Interesting. Yeah. Um, another team I thought uh, wasn't really a, a good performance, more so a bad performance that kind of surprised me was FaZe. Um, I have a couple opinions on them, but I don't know if you if you had anything um, anything to say about yeah, that. Yeah, I had I had well with them having uh, I think it was Dapper that was playing as their sub since Solution wasn't there. Right. It was on vacation or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but I think they played well for having Dapper. They swept Envy in like dominating fashion in right. the first series, or I think it was the quarterfinals is what it would have been. Right. Yeah. And it, it was just been. it was just AJ and First Killer, and they they were just having. It was like they were just freestyling and free play, is what right. it looked like. And then they ran into Shopify, and that was a shootout. That was a really right. fun series to watch. And then they dropped down, and they play Sonics, and obviously they 4-1 the Sonics, blow the Sonics out of yeah. the water. And then they meet yeah. Team Envy, who's a hot Team Envy. So I give them the benefit of the doubt and have right. Dapper instead of Illusion. I think they played okay overall for having right. Dapper on their team See, for the tournament. There's something about FaZe where it's like, on paper, see they have First Killer, they have Evolution, they have AJ. Those are all really decent overall players. I, I think all of those could start on any roster um, and, and do pretty well. But it's just the inconsistency. I don't know. It's it's Even with First Killer there, I know it's like really early. But it just seems the same as when they had Gyro, and I, I need, they still need time to you know like mesh and everything. But it just doesn't seem like, I don't know. It, there's just certain teams where you just look at them and you know they look really good and they're gonna do good. But this team just seems a bit too inconsistent to me. Yeah, I think on paper, uh, Phase can be an extremely good team, but translating it onto the actual field is going to be different because you know uh first killer being feel going from rogue with uh taroko and turanturo kind of being the guy on offense if you know what i mean and same with aj aj was kind of the guy on offense he had gyro and illusion Wit, but still kind of the same thing with first killer. So I think it's going to take them a little bit of time to get started to kind of find right. the balance to use. But you do think they will find that though? You you think they'll like I, they'll they'll find their groove? Yeah, I think they will. It's just going to take them some time because they played in some other tournaments. I think it was the Beyond the Boost Cup. AJ right. and First Killer played as a team in the two v two, and then. Uh, phase played as a team in the 3v3 and they both the 2v2 and the 3v3 they just kind of destroyed the competition now it was lower right. end competition like uh ghost I yeah but i mean the still team. them doing that is still good i mean right. dominating them is still a good thing to do to lower competition that's what you have to do so right right but yeah, I th- I think they will. I think they'll find that at some point to where they will right. be, you know, kind of an insane team. I think they have the 
ability to rival NRG and Envy and possibly Rebellion if they keep up with the results right. that they had in this tournament. So let me ask you this. Do you think, will they have it figured out by the end of the fall split, or do you think it's going to take more time than that even? I think, um, I'm not sure, because it's. I kind of feel the same way with them that I do about Rebellion, that it could take them almost all of the 2020 to 2021 season to get it figured out but these aj and first killer they're very high-end players and same with illusion right illusion is a very good support player for having aj and first killer right so i think they can figure it out by the end of the fall split they could just go straight into the fall split have it completely figured out because you know they got about uh it's around half a month now right yeah until the beginning, which they could have, they could definitely have it figured out by then, I think. But I right. don't expect them to. Yeah, I I kind of agree. Like I said, I think it's, I I don't have a lot of faith in them anyway. But if if they do, uh, get to that top three, top four performance, like on paper, it looks like they can. I think it's going to take at least a split or two, um, playing really really good competition. Um, so that's just me, but I, I guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Another team that I was kind of surprised by, it wasn't good surprise, was right. Space Station SSG. I, I was really surprised. They, they kind of left off like from last season. Like They don't seem to be any different. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like they really made any improvements. Now, they did have a really hard first team to go up against Rebellion who right. made it all the way to grand finals. And, and, and they, they dropped down to them pretty close anyway. Like, even right. when they were doing well, Shopify played them close. Mm-hmm. It was, I think that game went to seven, or that series went to seven. And then they dropped immediately down to Envy to face the winner of the We Play tournament for NA. So right. I think they got a rough role for who they would play. But... If you're SSG, I kind of view you as a team. If you're SSG, I view you as a team that you can be the best team in NA right. because you have you're very good with your passing. You have three yeah. very mechanical players, and they were in that first uh, fall split in right. NA. They looked dominant. Right, they just dominated uh, RLCSX the fir- the fall split, and but since then it's just. I haven't. There hasn't been anything that I've been like, "Wow, this is this is the best that SSG can right. possibly play." Yeah, I I feel like, um, and I don't like saying this because I know I, I kind of disagreed with you on this for quite a while. Uh, after that first fall split, when they kind of slumped again, you were saying to me how you think they relied too much too much on demos and too much on physical play style, mm-hmm. and I kind of. I was slow to to feel that way. It took me a while to get there, and um, and I I haven't seen them a ton since then, other than in the We Play tournament. But it just feels like they're relying like they have Sipical, they have Arsenal, and Reddles is pretty good with the mechanics. They shouldn't have to rely on those things. You know what I mean? And that's what right. they're doing, and and they haven't really changed much since then, since that fall split. Um, it, it feels like they haven't really um, 
fix the necessary things, fix their play style where it, where it surprises the teams. It seems like it's the same as what it was last season. So the teams are just um, playing them the same way they did before. Yeah. And I, I do like the, um, uh, I don't like the demo heavy, but I like using demos in 3v3. Right. I, <laughs> whenever I play ranked, I am very much a, a, or no. <laughs> a person for that. Me and you both. <laughs> But I think if you rely too heavily on demos to where, you know, every time, like if you're first man, it's kind of your job, not really your job, but you know, you, it's a lot easier for first man to go for demos comfortably. So I think if you're first man, you kind of need to, but having the whole team and like people just go out of their way. That's the thing to go for demos. Right. Right. Um, because there's a lot of times with Space Station, it seems in particular, for being you know closer to the top, I'd say top four or five, they they concede so many just like wide open nets. Like there's nobody within the area, and that might be the reason why I, I haven't thought about that before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I like demos. I think they're good. But when you go out of your way, you break rotations for not. Um, a really good reason I think that can hinder you um, what I also think is kind of weird I don't know if you agree with me but like is it odd to you that like it, it feels like Sipical hasn't really been doing much and I, I'm not saying that's yeah. his fault I, I just have you hurt I, I haven't I don't remember like a really huge play from Sipical in that whole tournament I'm sure there were a few but you know what I mean yeah I haven't I haven't like noticed that from Sipical for quite a long time. Right. What do you th- what do you think that is then? Like, I, you know what? I'm not sure. I I think that what it is is that he's trying to you know play not just because you know Sipical is very he's a very very good player and every time right. he touches the ball he's gonna play it around at least one person probably. Right, but he used to, especially in season eight in Worlds, he would just take the ball and just one v three, right? And just completely yeah. play a team, and I, yes. it, I just, I haven't seen that since then. I don't know if I'm just conditioned to the first time I saw Sipical and it's, uh, uh, good first impressions, and that's what I'm expecting now, but right. I just. He it doesn't feel the same. I think he's trying to play more for his teammates, if you know what I mean by that. He's not yeah. just going for solo plays, but I don't know. I think that kind of hurts them almost because it feels like they lose, I don't know, some part of their offense. Like they sacrifice right. that for passing, but it just feels like they're losing part of their offense because of that. Right, and to me... I think part of it, I think Sipical's probably the strongest player on that team just <clears throat> in his mechanics and his overall positioning and his play style and his rotation. But I think maybe a reason why he's kind of been overshadowed is, to me, it seems like they they don't have the same ideologies about play style. It, it seems like, especially Reddles and Arsenal, I think they actually yeah. talked about it at one point, but they just don't seem to be in sync. They're going, they are going for a lot of solo plays, but they're just going for solo plays and demos, and you can't really do that in this league. Yeah, 
And I, I think, I think that is also part of the problem is that Reddles and Arsenal try to play the game very differently from each other. And that kind of hurts them. Right. Right. And, and I think, I think that's why they did good in the first, the fall split, you know, no one had seen Reddles with, uh, with SSG. So it was a bit of a surprise, but once they kind of adjusted, space station stopped adjusting and they haven't really adjusted since. So, yeah. Moving on to another team that I was actually very surprised with. I don't know if you were, but I was very surprised with the Sonics. Really? Yeah. Now I, they, I didn't watch them. I didn't really watch them actually. I don't know how they did. They did get four one by NRG, but it well, was yeah. very, very like on paper. Like if you just look straight at like the results, oh, they got four one. But if you actually look at the score for the games, it was very close games every time. Right. Every game, it was. Right a one point game and then they went into overtime a couple times. I don't have the actual stats in front of me to look at it, but it was a very close series for being a four one series. And then they dropped down and four one rogue who I don't have very high hopes for going into this new right. season. <laughs> and yeah. then <laughs> and then they run into phase and the lower bracket quarterfinals and you know you kind of, I kind of feel bad for them because they kind of hit two roadblocks. Now that's, it's a very stacked eight teams that were invited. It's NRG, NV, Space Station, G2, Phase, Rebellion, Sonics, and Rogue. There's not many teams that I would think are bad teams. You know that have the right. chance to like have an off series or something like that. Right, and again, like with Phase, like we said, like they're hot and cold in this tournament. So right. I, I think, you know, it's kind of hard to play against them because you don't know wh- which version of them you're going to get. So, right. um, but yeah, I did not know that about Sonics. Who's on there? T- it's TKRL, Andy, and ZPS. Is that Yeah, they correct? actually changed their roster quite a bit this season. Right. It yeah, I know. Be- they had they had Roldiz and, and... Shock. Shock, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, a, a team I thought that I was really impressed with um in eu we haven't really talked about eu that much is carmine corp and i I know that's kind of a an obvious answer um but just how they played the top the top dogs i don't know i mean there's so little um matches being played right now i don't know if it's just bts is off or bds excuse me um (laughs) (laughs) but but they looked really good against bds um really good against vitality if i remember correctly um and more specifically i really liked astral um i've never loved or hated him i've always thought he's been a really mechanical player obviously very high skill ceiling but i always thought his mentality really brought his teams down and um created that some of that inconsistency we saw from dignitas um in earlier seasons but when I watched him in this we play tournament, even when he got really, really uh, high high into the bracket, into the playoffs, and it was really high pressure situ- situations, I thought he handled it really well, and and he didn't seem to. Um, I, I I never thought he threw, but you know what I mean. He never let his emotions get to him as much. So I don't know if that's just a one off or whatever, but I was really impressed with that. Yeah, I was also very impressed with Astral because 
whenever I think of Astral, I think of, like you said, an extremely mechanical player. He gives people like... Um, he can do anything, really. Like Yeah, he gives like people like Justin and First Killer and AJ and Alpha 54 and people like that a run for their money for most mechanical right. player in the world. But I'm with you. I've never felt like he was a good... had good mentality. He's a very emotional player. And it seemed like any time they like lost a game or something was slightly tilting, it would really affect right. his performance. And you could tell immediately, like when right. it happened, you could just see an immediate dip. Yeah. You know? Right. And I also never thought of him as a large team player. The only time I've ever thought of him to be a good team player was season eight, whenever he was on Dignitas. Now right. that was his rookie season. And that was a very pass-heavy Dignitas. Dignitas is still a very pass-heavy team. Yeah. But you, to be on Dignitas at that time, you kind of had to be a team player. You were kind of yeah. almost forced to be. Yeah. But that was their whole playstyle. Yeah. Right. But here, it he played. It was very. I was very impressed because they they four one Vitality, like you mentioned, and then they got four one by BDS, which. You know, isn't surprising. It's BDS. You kind of right. expect BDS to win almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then they drop down to the lower bracket uh, final, and they play Dignitas, who is a very hot Dignitas off of just destroying Vitality, which I'll, I want to talk about some more later. <laughs> oh no, I think I know where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I also kind of feel like that BDS, the teams that came from the upper final that won the upper final were kind of at a disadvantage in both of these uh tournaments because they didn't have they didn't come off of a hot series they didn't just come right they didn't have any game to warm up yeah right right they didn't have any like momentum from the day they had to start brand new and the teams that came from the lower did they they got to play a series they got to warm up and then it was a reset. It was already reset, and it's a best to set. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. But for Carmine Corp, I'll give them props because they played very strong starting off, and then BDS flipped a switch in the second half. I think they uh, swept them after the first two games, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But then yeah. after that, they just kind of shut BDS down. It was kind of weird. Like it, they were all very, very close games still, but it was a four-one and then a four-two, and it right. was just. So I can say that they had the momentum, but they kind of didn't. They had to make their own momentum after the end of that series, uh, towards the second half of that series. So yeah, I was right. I was also very impressed with Carmine Court. Yeah, I I just appreciated too like. Not often uh, does Astro look like he's having fun. Like, I mean, obviously he's a very comp- competitive person, so he probably isn't going to be smiling or laughing a ton. You can tell he just really wants to win. But he, for the first time in a while, he he looked like he was having fun. He, you know, he was laughing, he was smiling. Even a couple games when they were down, they were smiling and laughing after goals. So I don't know. I just I don't know if it's just this uh, specific team and the teammates he has. It's just kind of a perfect storm, but. I really, uh, I have high hopes for them, and I think they'll do really, really well in the upcoming season in the EU. 
Yeah, and I also thought last season that it would have been the perfect storm for teammates for him, you know, having Farah and right. Shasset. I really yeah. thought that they could have played extremely well for the players that they had because, you know, you have Shasset, who yeah. is a very, very talented player. He can, I, whenever I think of Shasset, I always think of season eight, Shasset. <laughs> there we go. Right. Season eight and season seven. And just yeah, clutch. insanely clutch and just very, very, like, not mechanical, but I don't know what it is about him, but he's he's just very... Uh, I think he's just solid. Like, I mean, he's not yeah. flashy mechanical, but he definitely, like, he shows up. Right. So. And then they also had Farah, and I thought Farah could have played a really good third man and kind of kept the team together if you know what i mean kind right. of be the captain for him and then you have astral so i i was kind of surprised that they didn't have good results last season but now it seems like he has maybe the right team to really show off how good he can be right um where do you think fair is gonna go by the way like that you, you t- you're talking about him reminded me is he on a team right now i I don't remember. I let me don't let me look this up. Remember hearing anything about it? There is some stuff still up in the air. I think even with Team Liquid and stuff like that, that oh, right. there's they're not solidified yet. But right, I, yeah, no, he's not on a team right now. He's a free agent. Yeah, I think he was in talks to be with someone, but I don't remember if it actually fell through for him or not. Right. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just gonna say. Do you guys do you have any other teams that you liked or or what? Yeah, actually, I did. I want to talk about Dignitas because. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like I I like I've always liked Dignitas, and I uh, I've always liked Scrub Killer and stuff like that, with espe- especially with Jack and Jorias, two younger right. players who are extremely mechanical one v one players, and. It never seemed like they got going last season with Violent Panda. Yeah, now, I don't think he was, was injured. He did have he did right. have something going on, but yeah, yeah he had it's his a finger injury that caused him not to play well sometimes, right. which you just can't change. I I don't blame him at all for that. I do feel like it's the reason why they didn't win as much as they could have. But I had really high hopes for. Uh, then picking up Scrub Killer because I thought that Scrub could have been that person for them to, you know, like be the good third man, the good uh, defensive right. player for the team. I agree. And at first, they met Vitality in the very first game and they got swept. And it didn't seem there were moments for Dignitas, but it didn't. It wasn't very good. Now, it was the first series they ever played together and stuff like that, but it just wasn't good, and they had to play Vitality. And then they played Simper Esports, and it looked like it was going to be the exact same series with that they played against Vitality because they were down 0-2 in the series. And then something happened. I don't know what it was in game three, but it was just... <laughs> Scrub drank his tea, and then he went off. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what happened. He was gone and <laughs> drank some tea, and he went off, dude. That's it right. was crazy. It was just completely... 
yeah, it was shocking to me. It was just passing plays and completely dismantling the Semper Esports deep defense. And then same with Guild. I really thought that Guild was going to come down there and put up a fight for Dignitas, even though they were really hot because uh, Guild swept Vodafone and then they got swept by BDS, which it's BDS. And Again, Guild, it's BDS, yeah. It's yeah. it's really hard to play against BDS and yeah, but they they swept guild and I was shocked. I was really shocked that about that. Yeah, especially coming off of like they didn't just come off of it, but they did sweep Vodafone, who I feel like is I don't like their play style, but they have such a strange play style that it's hard it's so to fast. win. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to win against Vodafone. Yeah. And then they got to Vitality, and they just made Vitality. I it didn't look like it was Vitality that was on the field. Right. I don't know if you watched that series, but it was just really I did. surprising yeah. to me. How it was odd. Yeah, it was like they just kind of shut down Vitality. I don't know what it was, but something. Do you think it was just happened. because? Uh, do you think it could have just been? Since they haven't faced this Dignitas team, or do you think it was something within their own play style? I, I'm not sure, because they did face them in the quarterfinals, and they swept them. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. And I don't remember if... That was before swept. Scrub drank his tea, though. So. Right. And they had just came off of a series where they had beat Vodafone, too. And right. Dignitas had just come off of sweeping Guild 2, but I don't know. It it was it was strange. It didn't look like I don't know if it was Dignitas just playing better than Vitality. It's that would that would be strange because that doesn't seem like something would be possible. But right. something I don't know. They just kind of dismantled and destroyed Vitality. It was strange. I think the end of that series, the total score was. Uh, in the five games that were played, Dignitas had six goals, and Vitality only had two. Whoa, two goals yeah. from Vitality. That is, that is just you have crazy. You have jet or Alpha Fifty Four on the team, right? And Fairy Peak and Kadop, and they were all playing well. I thought I didn't think that any of them were playing bad, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's odd. Because Vitality, I mean, they beat BDS last season in the Grand Finals, which was what crazy. But right. before that, they they didn't seem they didn't see seem the same. Um, I don't know what it was, but I'll be interested to see how they fare in in the fall split uh, this upcoming month. Yeah, same. I think what it was now that I think about it, it was probably Dignitas's defense because. Mm. You know, there's a lot of teams that they just put pressure and pressure and pressure on Vitality and they can never break them. And then Vitality just flips field position and just comes down and scores a goal. Mm, but that yeah, never that's... really happened with the Dignitas Vitality, their second series in the lower bracket. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, when I think of Dignitas, um, kind of going back to their performance, um, I forget who said it. I think it might have been Lawler or um, maybe Corelli. He said on Twitter, 
you know, with the previous teams, like with Mouse and Guild, did it ever feel to you like like um, Scrub really respected his teammates? Do you know what I mean? Like it, I I think on Dignitas, he really respects you know both players on his team. I think he really. Um, I don't think he feels he's the best player on the team anymore. And I don't know. It, it, I I could see how that could maybe change his mindset a bit, maybe take less pressure off of him. Because I genuinely think on Guild and on uh, Mouse, he felt he was the best player. So I don't, I, I don't know, but that's just kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I do think you're right. I do think on Mouse that he was the best player. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I can't deny that. Um, and it, I... With Mouse, I didn't think that I didn't have very high expectations because of the other players on the team. But with Guild, I kind of felt like they could have been a lot better than they were. And I think, to your point, that it had something to do with that. It seemed like they the team butted heads a lot. Yeah, with, I don't think there's any denying that. Yeah, because there was even, I think it was a regional I don't think it was the grid. I think it was a regional that Scrub it was a regional was not in comms. He left comms. Yeah. yeah, he left comms and went and talked to someone else while they played. And that wasn't the only time they did that. That was like when when it was a big deal because he broke some rules. But they they had right. I think I think for the rest of the season. I don't know the rest of the season, but they they did that a few times. Um, it wasn't a one off. So right, and I do feel like that. Um from some of the things that I had heard, like with uh, some of the team comms sometimes, that Guild didn't really respect him mm-hmm. as much as they should have. It could have been to due to the fact, like you said earlier, that he felt like he was the best player on the team. Right. But it seemed like, yeah, they just never really meshed well together play-wise or personality-wise, it seemed like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but when you look at their current roster right now, I mean, he has apparently Jack and Jory as both young players, young mechanical players, some of them ones players like he was previously. So I think he just fits in better overall with this roster. And they, they appear to get on pretty well too. So Yeah. Uh, any other teams that you were surprised with? For um, let me think. No, I was, I'm a Vodafone Giants fan. I, I like this the Spanish play style where it's just kind of crazy and, and no no defense, but it kind of let me down, so <laughs> I'm not super happy with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't... I don't hate their play style, but I certainly don't love their play style, because I, I... I don't know what it is. I just... I don't like it. <laughs> right. I, I guess I don't like it, because it just... It feels like there's so many gaps on offense and they just all kind of ball chase and double commit so many times that it feels like the other team should just be able to easily beat them. Yeah. But yeah, there's something. You see, you... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's fine. There's something about their play style though, that they maintain possession. And I right. think that's why they can be as good as they are, even though <clears throat> like, even though it doesn't seem like it should work out on paper. Right. Yeah, I think the reason they're so inconsistent is because they have a very, um, 
I wouldn't say it was it, it's the top teams in NA's play style, but maybe the the bubble teams in NA. Um, whereas in EU, you know, it's more possession, more passing. I think Vodafone has a very kind of bubble team in a play style where they just kind of go for the ball. And I, I know it's more complicated than that. They're not just ball right. chasers, but I think that's why sometimes they can catch teams off guard while other times smart teams like Dignitas or Vitality just pick them apart because they have no defense. Yeah. But that's just me. Another team that I, I, I wasn't like surprised or, uh, like shocked by how bad they played was Sandrock. Sandrock got yeah. their first real tournament against, you know, some real competition. They have empty yeah. and other teams like that in their region, but this is the first time that they really got to play, you know, good teams like yeah. BDS in the first series, which is a yeah. really stinking rough series to That's have tough. as your first one against someone other than your region. The best team in EU and man, it it was a close series still. Even though they got swept, it was still kind of close. They kept right. games close. And then even when they dropped down to the lower, they ran into another team that's hard to play against, and that's uh, the Giants. And they still, they still, it was a 4-2 series. I still think that they played very well, and I'm kind of excited to see how well they'll play in the future now that they got their first real tournament under their belt. Yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely don't have them, you know, being in the grand finals or anything like that this upcoming RLCS, but I think it will be interesting to see um, how they do as they kind of learn other regions' playstyles a bit more, uh, where they're more kind of warmed up to those playstyles and, and the ways that EU teams play and different, different regions play. I, I think they'll get better, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, any other players that you were surprised by their performance? Um, not off the top of my head. Those were the ones that I thought were, um, I that I really thought were good. I, I didn't have a ton of time to watch it, but uh, the time I did spend on, that's what I liked. There's only two players that I can think of that I was really surprised. I guess not surprised. One of them I was surprised, but one of them I was just happy to see how well they played. Uh, and I won't talk about them too long but one of them was Justin and you know, Justin had been Justin Homer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justin had been going through. He just never seemed himself until towards the end of RLCS X and the right. grand finals of the um, NA championships. But it, he really, he really seemed like himself again, this series or this mm-hmm. uh, tournament. And I was happy to see. And then the other one was Mist. I was very, I don't want to say amazed, but I was very surprised by how well Mist played this tournament. Right. I think he's been grinding, actually. I think he's been one of the, I, I, to be honest, I don't think, well, I don't know for sure. I don't want to assume things, but I don't think really the other two players have been grinding as much. But from what I've heard, he's been really putting in the hours, so. Yeah. That's good to see. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into our next segment. It's uh, some new roster changes going into the new season. Right. Uh, we've kind of touched on some of them with uh, Dignitas and FaZe and right. Simper and stuff like that. What's 
one team we've kind of already talked about this a little bit but what's t- one team from both regions that you're really looking forward to seeing play okay um i'm gonna start off with na um i and it's not something we've talked about yet so um i'm really looking forward to seeing the new ghost roster the lion blaze rolled is in shock um Rolders and Shock work pretty well together. They last season on Sonics, while the Sonics themselves didn't do super well, I think they played pretty well together, along with Lion Blaze, who's a really good player. I think he's a ones player, isn't he? Or at some point he was. Uh, yeah, he is a ones player. Yeah, so they added mechanics there. I, I don't know. I just think that would be a cool team to see. I, I don't see how it could do worse than the previous Ghost roster, so I think <laughs> it, it'll at least do, be cool to see um, how that goes. Yeah, I think for me, for NA, the team that I'm really looking forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing FaZe, but mm-hmm. the team that I'm really looking forward to after this tournament, we'll see if they can keep it up, is Sonics. I right. think that Sonics have, with this new roster of uh, ZPS and Andy, and um, who's the third player? I uh, Z- of... ZPS, let me look it up. It's ZPS, it is... Andy... And uh, T. Carell, T. Carell, that's T. Carell. Yeah. He's he was the one that he's stayed. A, he's good. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like I don't feel like they could be a top team, but I've never thought of Sonics as a top six team, and I feel like they could do that. I feel like they could be a top six or maybe even a top five team this. So you think they can season. make it to Worlds this season? I I think they can. I think they can do it. it they just I don't know. I, I think they could, but we'll just have to see. Right. Um, someone from EU that I'm interested to see this season is Guild. I'm really kind of conflicted with Guild because they drop Scrub, which I think was the right move, but they pick up Bluey like mid, like almost in the end of the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of feels like a last ditch effort. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't. I'm not a fan of Bluey. I've. I mean, he might have changed, but I don't think his mental is super good. And I don't think he's at the. I don't. I, I don't even think he's the player he used to be mechanically. Mm. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see if it was just kind of a duct tape issue where they just you know needed to get somebody, or yeah. if it actually works out well. I, I have. I don't know if you watched very much of Guild, but I have kind of high hopes. For guild. Okay. Tell me why. I I think that this roster can be good together, like um, with dropping scrub and uh, you know, getting rid of the internal problems. Right. Uh, they have Nolly and Devo and Bluey. I think Devo and Bluey are. I don't want to say they're blasts from the past because they're definitely not. They can still be very good players, but I'm excited to see Nolly be the forefront of the offense. Yeah. I think he can be very uh, fun to watch. Right. I mean, in that winter split, when they win the regional, I mean, that he was popping off, so... Um, my team from EU that I'm very much looking forward to uh, seeing how they play. We already talked about them quite a lot, so I won't 
talk about them very long is Dignitas. I I have always liked Dignitas, so I think that this roster change picking up Scrub can be um, a very good change for them, and I feel like they can give Vitality and Carmine Corp and BDS a run for their money. I feel like that's kind of I our agree. the new top four. We'll see how it plays out in the actual season, but I feel like that might be the new top four for EU. Yeah, and they're really strong. I think all those teams are really, really good. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's interesting because I think you're right. I think they could uh, make a run. I think they could really kind of um, make Team BDS start to sweat a bit. Um, now, I know they, I mean, it's Team BDS. They've done amazing, but but they have started to wane a bit. You know, there was there was a point last season where it was just a win. You didn't even they didn't didn't even have to play. It was just a check. But now those those games are just getting a bit more interesting, and mm-hmm. they're getting beaten a little bit more, not a ton more, but a little bit more. So I could see them maybe start to uh, take a bit of that um, power from BDS. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we have such high standards for bds right no definitely well, we do <laughs> how, how well they've played but yeah i i do feel like they are starting to drop games now where before they wouldn't have they right. would have just you know it was just a dub there was no way yeah. that they were going to lose this game and if they did yeah. it was crazy that they lost it so yeah i think i think it'll be fun to watch eu this season not just seeing the um like the bds show i like the bds show because i i liked bds from the for one season it was good for the yeah for the from the first regional i think i texted you whenever the first regional happened and it was the right. semifinals, and i was like this bds team can be very very good and <laughs> what they turned yeah, into was just insane yeah. so yeah i think i think it'll be fun to watch eu this season right um Oh, I'm just looking on Wikipedia right now. I didn't realize that Chassette was on Simper. Yeah, he he went that's to interesting. Simper. I think that's the old um, top blokes. Yeah, team. that's the they new. A, yeah, that's the rebranding. Yeah. Yep, that's they got a uh, actual org now. How did they do? How did um, Simper they, do? Simper played pretty well. They had they had um. Uh, a tough deal again. They had they played Carmine Corp in the first round, okay. and they got four two'd, and then uh, they dropped down to the lower round one and got. Uh, I don't remember what the sweep is called, but they won two games, and then Dignitas won every game from there on out. Oh, okay. And that was when that was when uh, Scrub went and got some tea and. And <laughs> just, turned on his just yeah turned it on yeah i can see them doing kind of well though actually that's casio archie and chasset on paper they look good um i'll have to see how they do in the fall split but i i'll i'll look at them i didn't realize that chasset chasset went there so yeah they they could be a fun team to watch as well if they get it all together all right all right let's move into our uh next segment some It'll be a shorter one, talking about the new regions for RLCS 2020 right. to 2021. I'm pretty excited How for is, this, actually. 
I was so excited when I saw when I me and you um we didn't watch it together, but we were texting when it was when they were live streaming that announcement and I went crazy. I didn't even realize so when I saw New Regions and I think I saw I think Middle East was the first one they showed um on screen. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize until like ten or fifteen minutes afterwards that Asia and you know Africa were added because I just flipped out when I saw <laughs> Middle East. So um I don't know. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like um, those regions have finally gotten what they deserved. You know, I feel right. like they have kind of been ignored for a very long time. With Sand Rock and Tokyo Verde, I don't know of any uh, African teams. Me neither. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll be fun to see some African teams in the RLCS. Right. But I, I, I'm excited to see. Teams like Tokyo Verde and Sandrock Gaming and Empty, and I know there's more from... Falcons, too, from Middle yeah, East. Yeah. I know there's more from the Asia, but I, mm-hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. But it'll be fun yeah. to see those new teams in the uh, lands that we're going to have back now. I, I cannot oh. wait to have the land. I think the first one is in... Where was the first one? It it's, was in Switzerland? It's in Stockholm. It's in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, Sweden. That's right. That's right. Because it was... Uh, I think it's... Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was turbo going home almost kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Turbo yeah. land. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but yeah, I... When I think of the new regions, I mean, I was happy with just Middle East being added. I mean, like I said, I flipped out when I saw that. But when I found out that they added two or three new regions after that, I don't know. Um, it feels more like a world championship now. You know, before it was EU and NA, and technically, you know, Sam and OCE are there, and I hope they get more competitive. But it's basically <laughs> this the EU and NA show. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it, um, it always has been. So it's just nice to have the more regions, and it feels more like a world championship. And it just shows. Um, I don't know. At the end of last season, you know, when they canceled the worlds, it was just kind of. It, it wasn't looking great for the <laughs> for the right. for the league um but to see just how well they communicated in that announcement just how much they did like it kind of i think it really at least for me and i think i can speak for other people too it just seems like you know we can i can tell that there's a future to this and and they're really you know they are uh it's not just an ad for their game like i i know epic games with fortnite they they were they said that they were going to make an esport for it, but it was really just an ad for their game, and they kind of just that it kind of died. So um, yeah, yeah, yep. All right, let's move into our last segment for <clears throat> this first podcast: um, predictions for the new season. We'll start off with predictions and expectations for new teams. So give me. We talked about teams that we're excited to see. Give me uh, some expectations kind of quickly for some teams that have new rosters. Okay. So this is, I I see um, Dignitas uh, doing better in points than uh, Vitality. I think they're going to be really, really, really good. Um, So hold on. Let me get this straight. You think that Dignitas is going to finish the regular season better than vitality i do i think it's gonna be wow. bds 
Vit- uh, sorry, BDS, Dignitas, Vitality. I think Vitality is doing well, but I really think Dignitas is just too good right now. Or not right now, but they will be. They're really good right now, but they'll be even better. So I, I think they're going to do really hot. Um, I think they'll give BDS. I, I don't think they'll be close to BDS, but I think they will definitely play them close sometimes, mm-hmm. um, which is all you can ask. Uh, so, yeah, I have high hopes. Interesting. I like that hot take on that. Um, I what about think for you? What about for you? I'm going to go NA since you won EU. I have very high expectations for FaZe. I already talked about it really <laughs> a little bit. I feel like it's going to take them a little bit to get it figured out, like I said earlier. But I feel like once they get it figured out, they can topple NRG for best team in NA. I feel like they can do it, but it's all based on if they can actually get there. Yeah. It's going to be hard, though. I mean, with Justin, if he stays motivated, like he was doing so good when he was unmotivated during the season. I mean, we'll see. But um, but I I would like to see. I'd like to see FaZe do good. Um, Such a big org in the scene. I'd like to keep them happy. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to see that. Um, how about for NA overall? How do you think that the season's going to play out for NA? Okay, so told us EU. Yeah, so I'm a bit of a homer here, but I'm really excited to see the KCP roster. They play with Mechdos, Freshness, and uh, I I forget the other who who else is on there. Um, I can't remember. It's changed so many times in the past. Yeah, I know, but the off season. Um, let me look it up. But I I'm really happy with the changes they made. When they dropped the Shopify team, I was really upset. I actually just yeah. when when they dropped them, I was actually receiving a KCP jersey with memories. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> memories <laughs> uh, a jersey in the mail. So that it was it was not a great time for me. Um, they were looking really good. Um, so I. So uh, going from such a drop from them to Astro and Cronovi and I forget the other player, um, it didn't make me feel great. I'll say that. Um, so I, I was happy to see that they dropped them. <laughs> Not happy that they're out of a job, but happy <laughs> happy that we might be a bit more competitive. Um, oh, oh, it's Wondermike. That's who it is. Oh, okay, that's I just looked right. Oh, I'm so hyped now. about Wondermike. I think he's been underrated and he's kind of I, I don't know if he was on a team last season even um i don't think he was on a top team at least but i'm i'm really um excited to see them i think they could finish just as well as they did last season um then again i think shopify is going to place even better than they did last season so um but still um i feel a lot better about this roster than the one we had in the off season so um all right let's let's do um our top five teams for both eu and na i'll i'll start with you um my top five teams i think it's gonna be um you might be surprised by this one but i think it's gonna be bds at number one i think they're gonna kind of keep their uh reign over eu and then i think it's gonna be carmine corp I think that they're going to be number two. Okay. And then Dignitas at number three. And then I I want 
I really want to put Guild at number four, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do Vitality. Mm. I'm going to put Vitality at number four, and then I'm going really? to put Guild. Okay. Okay. So how about you? Wait, so you? wait, was Dignitas not on there? Uh, Dignitas was number three. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'll do EU as well, since we're already there. I think number one, BDS. Number two, Dig. Three, Vitality. Well, you know what? I'm going to switch it up, actually. I changed my mind. T BDS, Dignitas, Carmine, Vitality, and... It's really close, to be honest, between Guild and Vodafone, but I'm going to go with Guild, I think. Um, just because I think Nolly is really solid, and he yep. kind of can help lead them to a few wins. So, yep. um, yeah, I think that's mine. All right, I'll give you my NA. So I think for NA, I think it's going to stay mostly the same, I feel. Okay. I think it's going to be... As last season, you mean? Yeah, as last season. So I think okay. it's going to be NRG and Envy kind of fighting for number one the whole season. And then I think Rebellion is going to be able to give NRG and MVA run for their money uh, after right. this tournament. I feel like if they can keep up what they were doing, they might be able to play uh, close. Uh, they beat NRG, so that that surprised me alone. And then they almost beat Envy. To beat Envy yeah. once, I would have thought, in the grand final would have been very surprising to me. So I think it's going to be... NRG and Envy kind of fighting for number one, passing off one and two to each other, and then Rebellion. Okay. And then I think it's going to be um, G2 and then Phase. Okay. okay, I was hoping you were going to put G2 there. Um, G2 and Phase, okay. All right. Um, I think that's probably going to be kind of similar to mine. Uh, NRG is going to be number one just because I don't think you can count them out. I mean, Envy might beat them no. in points or something, but you just you can't vote against them. You know what I mean? There's no reason to. So NRG, Envy, I'm going G2, <laughs> number three. G2, number three, all right. Yeah, I think Dree's, I think he's solid, um, and I think, um, and I I, I I don't know, I just think that... Um, other two players, uh, I can't think of their names now, but I think they'll really help him along, and they did last season. So, um, it's your favorite I'm team, a and you can't think. My favorite team is KCP now. Uh, uh, that's right. Go. There we go. There you um, go. You got it. <laughs> I, I do watch them. I do watch this game. Um, but I think they'll really help him along. They did really well helping him last season. He didn't look like a rookie um, who just came off the bench, so. Uh, I think they'll progress this season. Um, number four, I have Shopify. I have them just um, below G2. I think I think those could flip-flop even, maybe, yeah. depending on how things go. Um, and then for my five... Hmm, I'm going to do Rogue, because, I again, I just don't think FaZe is going to... Wow, I don't think they're going to do Rogue? Wow, I'm really surprised by this. I just, I know, I know. And on paper, like it doesn't seem like it makes sense, but I just have more faith in Taroko and Turin than I do in First Killer. Not like them individually, just as a team, chemistry-wise. Um, 
I, that that could bite me in the butt, but that's just my my initial <laughs> thoughts on that. I guess I guess only time will tell. <laughs> what what who wait where'd you put uh phase? I put phase at um number five, I believe. I think okay. I, I, th- I think okay, that's what so... I said. I'll go back to and okay. listen to this again, and I and I, I'll think <laughs> I'll put them at four. <laughs> okay, real quick before we move on, um, I know this wasn't on the docket, but. Do you think true neutral does good this season? Oh, that's that's a good question. Um, I I think they can. I think they can do well. Um, they're one of the only teams from uh, Sam that they kind of dominated Sam, right? Right. They and were the yeah. They were the team, and that's why they came up to NA. It seemed because you know they wanted to play some harder real competition more not that sam competition wasn't extremely hard but um they wanted it was easy for them almost really yeah it was it was kind of easy for them and they wanted more variety instead of just playing sam players i think right so i feel like out of all the sam teams that are good i feel like they have the best shot at being good in na i think that they will be good in na um, I just don't have anything to go off of, so I don't have them on yeah. the top five. No, I agree. I think I, I don't think they'll make worlds. Is it top eight that makes worlds this season? I think or... it's they're doing it different, huh? so it's like um, uh, top six. Top six. I don't. I mean, if they're really, if they have a miracle, they might make top six. But I don't think anybody's expecting them to make top worlds this season i think it's really i just this is the one of the i think this is the first time a team has moved regions i think in rlcs so i mean i think this will just be a good learning experience for them for next season um to make a run um so i'll I'll be interested to see how how quickly they um adapt to this region's play style so yeah i do think that they can i do think that they can uh make worlds but uh it's gonna be a long shot for them yeah i think we'll really have to surprise teams with their play style and kind of keep that up longer than just one split like uh space station so yeah yeah all right well i think that will conclude episode one of the pitch right. so i think that went well I yeah think we did good yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty good for our first podcast so thank you all, all right. for uh joining us we will come back soon whenever the rlcs actually gets going we'll be talking yeah. about that quite a bit probably weekly breaking down yeah. the regionals but until then it might be a little sparse uh until that time but yeah i think we're uh i think we're gonna like a week before i think we're gonna start thinking about starting again i think we just wanted to get started get the first episode out and then once you know action starts so yeah so uh we're excited to do this it's actually been pretty fun fun to just talk about rlcs for like we do that anyway (laughs) yeah to talk about it and like to get feedback from other people will be kind of cool i think so yeah that'd be cool well thank you all for joining and we'll be back with episode two soon